Welcome to the Delusional Sports Fans Podcast. This is episode 102. I'm Mike Rob, along with CJ and Keith. How's it going, fellas? What's going on, bro? Chilling, chilling. Everything good, man. Enjoy the July 4th weekend. About to talk some sports. You know how it is. Yes, sir. June 30th, we had free agency that had opened up at 6 p.m. And there was just a whirlwind of things that happened. But we're going to start off in New York since we are in New York and you guys are New York fans. Let's talk about the Jalen Brunson contract. So he got a four-year contract, $104 million. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Um, I mean, I'm starting to think last time we spoke, I wasn't really against the idea of, of having Brunson. I think he's a solid player. I like Brunson. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the money for him. I think they were saying it was going to be like uh, four years, 110. That's like 27 and a half mm-hmm. a year. They dropped it down to 104. Um, I mean, after a couple of days thinking about it, you know, I, I think it's a step in the right direction. Okay. We needed a point guard for forever. Um, I just wasn't sold on Brunson too much. But then you think about it, he's been a winner since college. Um, he's a solid point guard, doesn't turn it over. Uh, he picks his spots well. He's not going to do too much. You know what I'm saying? He's going he's gonna to fit right in the system. And I just I I think he's a he's a a player that's gonna help build something moving forward. I think he's gonna help RJ get better, put him in different positions and positions to be successful. Um, and I for us I just think it's a step in the right direction. Like we need that, you know what I'm saying? We need that. We ain't have that in forever. So even though I didn't like the money too much, um. I think it was the salary cap or the collective bargaining agreements is going to go up this year again. So it's like for a player like that, it won't be, it won't be, it's not a max contract. It's not too crazy, but I guess we'll see, right? It's New York. We'll see. Keith, how you feel about it? Yeah. My biggest beef, like CJ said, my biggest beef was the money and, you know, him coming in at four years, $104 million. You start to look at that amongst other starting point guards in the league. I think that ranks him right around 13 or, or the 14th highest paid point guard. So if he can come into New York and give us that type of production, I think it'll be a step up if you look at what we've had to uh, deal with in terms of point guard play. You know, with Alfred Payton, you know, we tried the Kimball Walker experiment, and at times he was good, but his knees couldn't hold up. So now with a guy like Jalen Brunson, he's a young player. He'll fit in with the rest of our young core. And hopefully there's some room for him to continue to grow and develop his game. And, you know, the player on the court, I'm, I'm cool with the signing because now it gives us a competent point guard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how we dial up the offense around the Jalen Brunson. We can get the ball out of Julius Randle's hands because before mm-hmm. the excuse was Julius Randle's running the offense because you don't really have a point guard to kind of get the team into its sets. But now we have a Jalen Brunson who's shown the ability to run the, the point guard position. We're bringing back also Mitchell Robinson. So I'd love to mm-hmm. see how those two operate with each other in the pick and roll. Um, we, we gave Mitchell Robinson a four-year, $60 million deal. So now we're paying him a lot more, more money. I'm expecting more production from him now. So, you know, to have those two out there on the court, uh, you know, I'm interested to see what Tibbs kind of dials up 
Uh, you know, he's not an offensive mastermind, but now he has the pieces, so now it's on him to try and get the most out of him. And, and CJ also mentioned it should help R.J. Barrett as well because Jalen Brunson coming over from Dallas, he played off ball a lot with Luka. So now, you know, he's already comfortable in that role when R.J. Barrett is, is working out there on the court. So I think he'll fit in with this team. It was just kind of weird how we went and courted him. You know, we hired his father as an assistant. And we're doing all these type of things. And I'm like, you know, he's a solid player, but we're, <laughs> we're out here on a full court press for somebody yeah, that we don't think is, is probably going to ever be an all-star. So, Like it's KD or something. Yeah, that was kind of nuts. But the player himself, I think he'll be a solid contributor. So I'm just interested to see how everything looks out there on the court. You know, you know why I'm not bad? Because at the end of the day, Brunson, like – he 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 might he might give you a really good game, but at the end of the day, he's solid. You know what I'm saying? Like he's middle of the pack. He's solid. He's not gonna do nothing too crazy. He might he might have a game like he had in Utah where he go crazy, mm-hmm. but he's not gonna have consistent games like Westbrook when he's having seven, eight, nine turnovers, forcing shots, missing layups doing all type of bonehead stuff that's counterproductive. You know what I'm saying? So I think if he just, if he stays himself, we know we might not have the best point guard on the floor when we going against like John Moran and stuff like that, but we know we got a solid guard that's going to run the offense. You know what I'm saying? He's going to knock down open shots. He's going to get in the lane, penetrate, and he's going to make it easier for other guys. So that part of it, I'm okay with, and he he's also young. He fits our timeline right now with the team. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm I'm kind of coming around to it a little bit more. My opinion is, I feel like Jalen Brunson was a good pickup for you guys, but after seeing what it took to get Dejounte Murray, not saying that it wasn't a lot, but I feel like that's something that you guys could have definitely put together yourselves to try to go after a player, an all-star caliber player like DeJounte Murray. So the contract was cool. Um, the pickup was cool. But I feel like seeing that trade happen, I feel like you guys could have definitely did that. Yeah, well, what did it end up being? Three picks and Gallo? And then the yeah. uh, pick swap? Three picks and Gallo, I believe. Two of them were unprotected. So there's that. And then, yeah, and then the pick swap, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But the pick swap coming from from Atlanta, right? I guess they they're probably thinking we're probably since we since we're getting Dejounte, we're probably gonna be competitive. So the pick swap mm-hmm. would maybe be like a what twenty something pick. Yeah, late like first it, round. yeah, probably wouldn't be worth much. It depends though. You never really know what Atlanta. They up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, then they moved on from Herder too. I'm kind of interested. I'm, I'm I'm shocked at some of the moves Atlanta I, made. Like, I was Murray shocked. Was that, but the trade Herder, because they moved off from Cam because they felt like Herder and DeAndre Hunter were going to be their two wings moving forward. So mm-hmm. now to give up on Herder as well, I'm like, okay, what are they trying to do over there? They still got Bogey though, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, Bogey got to play. Yeah, he's definitely going to play. I mean, I, look, look, looking at the trade, I, I felt like we could have we went after DeJounte too, but mm-hmm. – I don't know, like where we still got Fournier. We got to figure out something to do with him. We probably end up end up keeping him. We do got all these picks. I I did kind of want him. We need a defensive guard. 
even if you pair him with Brunson, I think that works too. Me, I, I thought that was kind of an odd pairing. Like once it once it was shown to me that we were definitely going to be all in on Brunson, I kind of didn't think Murray would have been the perfect fit right next to him. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it would have worked. Why you why, why you say opposite? Well, because you know Murray does have issues knocking down the outside shot, so him being off ball and not being a point guard, I think you know you want your two to be able to knock down the three, and Murray operating off ball. I'm I'm not sure if that would have been a good pairing with, with Brunson. I mean, defensively, he would have been able to step up and kind of cover us where Brunson lacks uh, defensively. But I think offensively, it would have been a bad pairing. At least in Atlanta, you have Trey Young, who's a knockdown shooter, and True. is a better three-point shooter, I think, than Brunson. Even though Brunson has been an efficient three-point shooter throughout his career, he doesn't take too many, and the, the majority of his threes that he knocks down are from the corner. So if you look at the way the Hawks are set up with their backcourt pairing, I think there's way more shooting than we would have had if we had a Brunson and uh, DeJounte Murray backcourt because we already have R.J. Barrett, who's not a great shooter. We've got Julius Randle, who was a good shooter for one season and then was terrible last year. And then you have Mitch, who gives you no floor spacing out there because he hasn't been given the green light to shoot. So I think with that squad, we would have been you know, bereft of any type of shooting. I mean, if it, if, it were up to, if it were up to me, I would go after DeJounte before I even went after Jalen. But sure. I, I kind of knew the, the writings on the wall, like, all the hirings and according him. And it's just like, bro. And then once I see DeJounte Murray is available for trade, I'm like, damn, that should be priority number one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then we would have had to give up assets to get him. So I guess that was that was part of the thinking. But I, to me, he's a star. Like, he's a young star. Like, I think he's going to be – I think he's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think he's only going to get better. I wish we, we could have got him, but I'm not Since- mad. Since we're talking about the Hawks, I would I would like to transition to them. But before I do, how do you guys feel about um, picking up Isaiah Hardenstein to back up Mitch? I think that's a good signing. Definitely a good signing. He's a guy that can knock down the three, even though he doesn't take a lot of them. He's mm-hmm. still going to threaten defenses to at least cover him, so it'll help with spacing. Also, he's a great passer for a big man. So mm-hmm. to see what we'll be able to cook up offensively with him, you know, and, and the way he can pass from the post, I think that'll be interesting. And also, he's pretty athletic. He's mobile. He's a guy mm-hmm. that can get up and down the court. And he's great you know, at rim protection. So we're not going to lose much when we sub Mitch out and put him in in terms of defense. So I, I like that signing. It wasn't a crazy deal. I think it was, what, two years, $16 million. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm, I'm all here for. Also, he's a young guy. He's only 24 years old, I believe. And before, we had Nerlens Noel as the backup. He was an older veteran in the league and he was making more money so now we save some money at the backup position and we also have Jericho Sims on the team and if we were going to go with a backup big I would have preferred it to be a young guy like a Hartenstein where he's going to take minutes from Sims but at least it's still a young guy that has potential and has room to grow as opposed to like I said playing Nerlens Noel who has already reached the ceiling so I like that I think it was a solid move yeah I like that move too it was it was cheap wasn't for too much. And um, just watching him last year, like his development with the Clippers, he was having monster games. Like He would. Like, <laughs> he was a sleeper in fantasy. He was like monster rebounding games and and stuff like that. So I, I think um, it's, it's not going to be no pressure on him. Um, 
even though we did resign Mitch, I think we, you know, we still got to show up that spot because his injury history. You never really know him. Right. So I think the combination of Hardenstein, Mitch, and Jericho Sims, I think that's a nice little rotation. And I think Hardenstein is an upgrade from Norris Noel too. He's bigger. Um, he's a better rebounder. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that move a lot. I think that's definitely gonna help us. Yeah, I think it was a I think it was a good pickup for them for you guys. Um, I think it's definitely a little a slight upgrade over Nerlens. And like he said, he's young and he's only gonna get better. And he's a seven footer. That's that's good to have a seven foot shooter when he when he shoot it. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. But transitioning to the Hawks, as we said, the Hawks have acquired Dejounte Murray. They have to give up a couple of pieces. How do you guys feel about the Hawks team in the East, and are they Eastern Conference contenders now? I honestly, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what what the Hawks are doing. Like, I'm still kind of lost on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, like, I, I, I guess they're trying to compete now, right. but they still have players that are unhappy. They still got moves to make. They got rid of Herder. Which I, I thought they were going to keep him. Like he's a nice backup to whoever they have mm-hmm. uh, at the wing. Um, they didn't really get much back for him, so I'm, I'm kind of confused on on what they what they're doing. Like, did they did they really get better? Like, I'm not sure. Like, it, I know they had a down down year last year. I think that was more so because teams kind of found like figured Trey out a little bit, even though he had a great good year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in that in that Miami series, it kind of exposed them. Like their offense was just only pick and roll; no one else could really create a shot. So I think Dejounte is going to help them in that sense, and he's another creator. But I still, I still don't really feel too good about the Hawks. I still don't know what they are. I still don't know are they are they are they ever going to go back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Are they a second-round team? Like, I just I, – I, I feel like I can speak about them closer to the season to, to see what they are as a finished product. Because I still feel like they're they going to move John Collins. For what? Don't know. Still feel like they might move Capella. So, I don't know about them right now. Keith, how you feel about the Hawks right now? Yeah, I think they're a TBD as well because there's more moves coming. Uh, like CJ said, Collins, he's probably on the way out. It's, it's interesting to see what they decide to do with Capella. I know that there were some rumors that they might have been in the Rudy Goldberg sweet space. Right. And, I heard that you too. Know, that might have made a little bit you know, more sense. It would have made me a little bit more secure in their position. But right now, you know, they gave up Herder. They still have Hunter. Uh, they've got disgruntled players on their roster. And it seems like they're trying to make moves to win now while also still staying somewhat young. But I just don't know what the direction is of this team to really be confident in what their their plan is. I mean, I have no idea what they're doing. The the Deontay Murray trade threw me through a loop, even though I, yeah. I think it was a decent deal because all it really cost them, you know, in terms of players was Gallo. But I didn't think they were going to follow up and now trade Herder. So what exactly are they planning on doing? Are there more moves incoming? And at that point, I'd probably give you a better answer as to what they're doing. But as someone that doesn't follow the Hawks as a Hawks fan, I'm completely confused. So I'd want to hit up a Hawks fan and see how they're feeling. Are they okay right now? 
Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a Hawks fan, but I do follow Trey a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I do I like my track record. Um, so at first, I saw the Dejounte Murray move as like great. Um, it was it was giving me like a almost like a a Clay Steph vibe, except Dejounte Murray can't shoot, but he was going to be there to cover um, Trey Hole's lack of defense. Um, mm-hmm. So I did like the pairing of Dejounte, Trey, um, DeAndre Hunter. Heard it at the time. And then I heard that they was trying to get um, Rudy Gobert, like you said, for Collins and Capella. But then he ended up going to Minnesota. So I, I was like, whoa, like, like I thought that was almost going to be a sure thing. So when that didn't happen, it was kind of like, okay, well, are they going to try to keep Collins now? Are they going to keep Capella? And if not, like, who are they going to move Collins for now? Because I'm assuming they're trying to move him for a, a big, a more quality big than Capella. So, like you said, they have a lot of moves to still be made. They also have more free agents than I that I knew. Um, I know Dylan Wright was somebody that I feel like they should have brought back because he played really good basketball for them um, after he was traded there, and even in the playoffs, I believe. So that was somebody that I thought that they would try to resign. Um, I know Craig. You know a couple of their their young players that. That might get more playing time now. I know Cooper's a free agent. I don't know if they're gonna re-sign him. Shreve um, Cooper? Yeah. He's a free agent? Yeah, he was he was on a two-way contract. Oh, I didn't even know that. I thought he was signed for um I thought he signed to them because he was drafted by them. No? Uh let me see. I'm gonna double check. Yeah, his situation, he's he's a free agent. I don't know how, but he is. <sighs> oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, but I also know you know you know about AJ Griffin. Um, yeah, they got AJ Griffin, uh, Jalen Johnson. Right. Um, do you feel like those are players that can step in and make an impact as young players, or they need some more time? No, nah, definitely, I, I definitely think they do. Um, especially AJ Griffin. Uh, yeah. Just, I honestly think they just got rid of Herder because they got Griffin. Because Griffin has to play, bro. Like he's tough. Mm-hmm. He's, he's big. He can shoot the three really well. Um, uh, and we have to see if he can defend on NBA level. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he 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 he's gonna have to play. Like he had a big year at Duke. Um, he's gonna step in. He's another another solid player. Not gonna do too much good. Not gonna do too much wrong. He's gonna play the right way. Make the right plays. And um. So I think I think that was part of them getting rid of Herder. As far as Trey, Trey can definitely play off the ball. So I think that um that was a big part again, Dejounte too. I think Trey's I seen something that said Trey's uh, off the ball three point shot was higher higher than his percentage on the ball. Obviously, that yeah. would make that would make sense. But how many opportunities does he get off the ball? Being that the ball is always in his hand. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, I think that'll help him. And um, do yeah, it, I mean, I was just gonna say, Mike. Do any of you guys have a winner, a clear cut winner, or top two teams that made the the best moves this off season as far as free agents? Brr, ooh, that's a good, that's a good question. All right. 
Um, I'd say <laughs> I'd say Boston. Okay, Boston. Boston is is number one for me. I think they got the missing piece that they needed. As long as Brock, they can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, man, who else? Who else made good moves? It was a major movement this whole season. I mean, I feel as like much as the hype work. I feel like um, the Blazers made a, a step in the right direction. Like, they weren't making any moves before, but they they were able to re-sign Simons. They, they brought Nurkic back. They brought Eubanks back. And I feel like they were all playing hard last season. They also signed um, Gary Payton, the second oh. over there, mm-hmm. which I feel like was good because they, they need that defense. Yeah. Um, I know... What's his name's gonna Joe Ingles will be back next year. He was hurt. Um they also picked up um what's his name? From the Pistons. God, why can't I think of his name right now? That's crazy. Grant? Jeremy Grant. Grant, yes. Jeremy yeah. Grant. They did make some I, good moves. I feel like they're getting ready to to run. But that's another team though, Mike, that I was kind of confused on what they was doing too. Because initially they told us that this is full rebuild mode, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they they about to, you know, start completely from scratch and 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 build it all up again. But they 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 resigned. I didn't think they was gonna keep Nurkic. They resigned Nurkic, which he's a good player, just always hurt. They had to mm-hmm. keep Anthony Simons. They have to keep him. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. I think that Gary Payton move was big. I think they overpaid for him, though, but that was a big move. You think Just, so? Overpaid? Yeah, I think they overpaid for him. Wow. What they, they gave him, what they, what they gave him, uh, like 30-something for three years? Let me see. Let me confirm that for you. Let me see. They, they give him... I know the Warriors offer him a two-year contract. For six for six point four. Three year twenty-eight million, bro. That's, that's... <laughs> Warriors low ball the shit out of that there. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's a lot that's for not... him though. You don't think that's a lot for him? Nine million in today's NBA. I mean, when you look at it like that, it's not that much, but it's not, bro. Especially if you look at the Blazers team, they, they got money to, to to throw around a little bit. I think he I think he benefited off off of um off of being on a championship team, yeah, you know how that is. Like once, once you have a good a good championship run, role players usually get paid. I mean that that was part of it, but damn, he was just in the G League maybe a year he, a year and a half ago. He was, but his name was his name was coming up during the season too. It's not like he just turned it up during the playoffs that he got paid. Like this is what he was doing all year. Nah, he was doing his he was doing his thing all year. And in the players, he's a, he's a, a impact player, but I think that was more of a loss for Golden State than it was a gain for Portland. Honestly, losing him, but that's true. To, to me, like, was he a product of that system? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, then y'all yeah, I mean, just, just they just, just got to play hard. I saw they just drafted Shaden Sharp at number mm-hmm. seven. So it's like, what you gonna do with him? But then they still they still in limbo with Dame trying to figure out if they can give him an extension or not, or if he's going to accept an extension. Mm-hmm. So, 
I like Gary Payton the second. I think he's 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 a tough player defensively. Gets out on open floor. I like him. I would want him on my team, but I don't know. I, I feel like the Blazers are still going through this this rebuild though. But I feel like the only person that's that's really there that I guess will confuse you is Dame. Other than that, everybody else is fairly young. Well, the trade of Jeremy Grant too is also confusing if you're trying to go into a rebuild. I mean, Jeremy Grant is still younger, too, right? He's like 27, 28, maybe? Yeah, but I wouldn't include Jeremy Grant if I was trying to re- start a fresh rebuild. He's going to age out by the time you get anyway. Yeah. I see, a little, I see some potential. I see, I see a lot of hard, hard-working players, honestly. But I guess, I guess we'll see. Um, I mean, they'll be mediocre. <laughs> yeah. He said that like it was shit. Like yeah, 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 whatever. Let's let's get into this Brooklyn talk. Yo, wait, but, wait, is... wait, hold, wait, hold on before before yeah, yeah, we move yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Mike. Before we move on, mm-hmm. um, I have some time to think about my winners. And my winners. I have winners. I also have losers too. Unless you want to get okay. to that another time. Yeah, let's let's come back to that. Let's let's talk Brooklyn real quick. All right. What is what is going on in Brooklyn? Dysfunction. The bridge is burning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you, say, yeah, you, you hear his evil laugh? <laughs> yeah. That's what they it's get. Crazy. It's crazy because the last time we spoke, Kyrie <laughs> just opted into this deal. So we thinking, you know what? They're going to try to make it work for next season at least. And you guys were very sure that they wouldn't even make it into the off season. And I was just... So strong, like yo, nah, they definitely make it to the to the end of the season. I was like, what happens if it goes good? Blah blah blah. And then literally, <laughs> the day it all begins, KD requests a trade out of Brooklyn. We should have reported later that day. <laughs> we really should have. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Oh my I'm, god, I'm, I'm I'm so confused, guys. I don't I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know if this is all a game. Like, I don't know if KD is really going to get traded before the season starts. I don't know who have, who's going to give up everything for KD. Um, and then we have Kyrie. Kyrie, we don't we don't know what's going on with him. He's been silent since everything happened. Oh, we know what's um, going on with Kyrie. You better prepare <laughs> yourself. You're going to be rooting for him next year. I, I mean, I would, that would be nice, but it's like, I don't know, man. This is really crazy. Yeah, you say it'll be nice until, you start, until all the news starts dropping at all. He's upset about something. He's not showing up the game. Just wait on it. Like I told you, LeBron is LeBron is Kyrie's Donda. <laughs> as long as are you serious, yo? What? <laughs> as long yo. as Bron is there, Kyrie's gonna be on a leash, and I think he's gonna be fine. <laughs> Yo, what kind of reference was that, bro? Like, yo, that was a good reference. That was crazy. It's a lot to talk about with this topic, though, bro. Like, it's a lot to talk about. I have a lot to stay with this. So, I don't even know where to start, honestly. Um, so obviously, I'm happy about this. This is like this as a Nick fan. This is. Ooh, this is Christmas, bro. This shit, this shit is lit. Like I've been looking every day. I've been looking at stuff. Like, oh yeah, this shit is Christmas, bro. I love it. Not gonna lie, but I, I I'm not gonna look at it as a Knicks fan. Um, <laughs> number one, let me let me ask you a question. So, mm-hmm. how 
how do y'all feel about him requesting a trade? Like, what do you, what like, what do you think about that? Like, just your personal opinion on how does it look for him? Um, is he justified in requesting a trade? And um, do you think he should have? And what you think the the, the backlash is going to be? Does he deserve backlash? Like things of that sort. I guess the first thoughts that came to my mind is like, like, like Katie. Like, what do you what do you want? More so because when I heard the teams that came out with him and his request, it's like, so now you're just trying to run to the the best teams again. But I heard somebody else's take, and I I really thought about it, and it, it made a lot of sense. It's like, can we really put all of this on Kevin Durant? Like, yes, Kevin Durant did come to Brooklyn. Yes, Kevin Durant did ask for all of these things. And those things didn't work out. But did it work out because it was KD's fault? No. We He brought Kyrie along. He couldn't play because of the whole vaccine thing. He brought Harden along. Harden basically got his way out of there. Um, they signed DJ. They overpaid DJ. And that was probably um, Durant's fault. But other Not probably that, that was. It was. But I feel like in all of these things, like, he he tried it. They gave Brooklyn gave Kevin Durant the keys. KD made the moves he thought was gonna work, and it didn't work out. And now that it's not working out, like he he want to leave. Like he he sees the writing on the wall. I guess he sees that Kyrie don't really want to be there. James already got out of there. Brooklyn is upset with Kyrie and don't want to do things. Um, so I guess if he want to leave, like it sucks for Brooklyn because they did everything they could. But KD also did everything he could too in his own power and his own people failed him. So it kind of sucks that um, that's happening for him and them. But to be mad at KD for wanting to leave after all of the dysfunction, people can be mad at him. But like, I feel like it's not the worst. It's not the end of the, the deal for his career and his legacy. Man, people that's a load of malarkey. KD and Kyrie both had a hand of creating that dysfunctional organization. And now because his little best friend isn't getting the contract that he wants, he's decided to jump ship. And now because they made all these moves, they're going to have to get a haul in return for uh, of Kevin Durant for them to be a respectable organization. So I think he's stuck. There's not too many teams in the league right now that can offer a legitimate package that KD would view as a, a good destination. How many contenders are there? He only he gave, what, two teams? The Sun and, and the Heat? Those are the only two places he can go right now. And maybe the Warriors, which I think is the perfect destination because they have a nice mix of, of picks and young players to at least help reset the Nets organization. But would KD be open to that after he's already had, you know, verbal spats in the media with some of those guys over there? I mean, he's in a he's in a tough spot, and he painted himself into a corner by aligning himself with somebody as mercurial as uh, Kyrie Irving. He let he let Kyrie lead him to Brooklyn, and now because Kyrie isn't getting his way, he wants out, and he was going to flat lead KD. So now KD's like, all right, you're not about to leave me here by myself. So I'm requesting <laughs> a trade as well. To me, it's a complete shit show. On on a on a pie chart, how would you divvy up the blame percentage wise? Who who? Who gets uh, the most of it? Maybe 65, 35. 65, 35. Kyrie gets more to blame, yeah. So you think you think Kyrie gets 65 and KD gets 35? Yep. And the organization gets nothing? 
Oh, you want? I thought you just wanted in regard to the players. Oh no, I mean it's oh. it's, it's three it's three it's three um parts here. It's three moving factors here. Like. So then, so then, so then we'll go. <laughs> we'll go. I gotta adjust my math. We'll go sixty twenty twenty. If we're gonna include the organization. How about you, mm-hmm. Mike? What you say? Um, I think I'm gonna give right now like a fifty. 30, 20. 50% I'm blaming New York City. I feel what? like if that I feel like if the <laughs> issue I feel like if the nah, seriously. I feel Why? like if the vac, I feel like if the vaccine issue wasn't an issue, I feel like they would have played to, they would have played together and things would have been better. But because that whole thing happened, he couldn't play and like we saw what happened. Kevin Durant shot the we basically forced James Harden here. And then James Harden was out like it just didn't it didn't work out. But I feel like we gotta blame fifty percent on New York. The thirty percent could go to K D and then the twenty could go to Kyrie. I didn't expect that. Yeah, what about you? how you feel about okay. that, Kurt? How you feel about that, CJ? Um Honestly, I'm a, I'm gonna put Kyrie and K D in the same boat. Okay. Um them two are like married for whatever reason they can't do without each other, like fucking Kim and Pete. Like shit is crazy, bro. So um I'd say 75, 25, 75% KD and Kyrie, 25% the organization. Um shit. I probably no, I I I'll probably go 70 30. I give organization a little bit more um responsibility because they allowed this to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like Shut it um, should I don't know if if they should have. No, I don't think so because like certain organizations that are solidified and they have their culture, they're not going to bend the knee to a superstar because it's a superstar. Let alone, and how many organizations are there out there like that outside of Miami, outside of San Antonio? You got Boston. Um, but Boston, I mean, you, Boston, don't, Boston don't have that star. I could be like, oh, like I want this, I want that. But if they, I mean, but I feel like if I feel like if Kevin Durant or LeBron went to Boston, they're gonna listen to them. Yeah, I mean, they'll, I think they'll pull strings, but to a degree. Yeah, but, like to a degree, like the way that KD and Kyrie ran that they ran the Nets like they were the everything that they wanted to happen happened, bro. You 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 can say whatever you want. Like you cannot allow that to happen. Like at some point you gotta stand up and be like, nah, come on, bro. I'm not giving DeAndre Jordan no no crazy ass contract. Did you see him last year? He was terrible. You, got, you gotta look at Brooklyn. Brooklyn has been chasing ever since Paul Pierce, KG, and Ray Allen. They still trying to recover from that, still making bad moves. But you're looking at an organization that's desperate. So they desperate. They were, and they were. I wouldn't to say they still team. trying to recover from that. They had young pieces. They traded them away, and that's what yeah. kind of screwed them over. They tried. They tried to They tried to do that because they they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie. So they felt, you know what? We finally got them. We got what we wanted. Now we got to let them run the show because we probably promised them if they come here that they can do that. So yeah, but, but that was that, what, that was the best. I feel like if the Knicks organization would have been like, yo, do whatever you got to do, just come here. Y'all wouldn't, y'all would, y'all wouldn't be upset with that. No, we would definitely be upset as Knicks fans with because the, those guys with the don't have the credentials. Yeah, those guys don't have the credentials to to, to run the show. When have they ran the show? They said CJ. they said KD was a bus driver. So how am I going? What's even a bus driver? So how am I going to let him run the show 
and he's the one in the back of the bus. So, I mean, so so KD was a free agent in 2019. Yeah, it's been three years. Yeah, I believe CJ. If they're like, yo, you could get Kevin Durant, you gotta let him run the show. You not taking that as a Knicks fan? I mean, KD is one thing, but we talking about KD and Kyrie, though, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not. So you're, it's, telling me you, you're telling me you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. Would, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have let the organization sell their souls to them to have them come to New York. Look how you making it. No, sell their souls. No, no. I mean, I would want. Of course, I would want to get KD. Like that's a no brainer. He's like the fucking top two basketball player in the league. Like, of course, I want KD. But getting KD by himself is one thing. But getting KD with Kyrie. Especially after what Kyrie, his history with teams like I love Kyrie. Like he's one of my one of my favorite players to watch and shit. And like I stand behind a lot of the stuff he say. But like, bro, he's not the best teammate. Like he's he's fucked up a lot of locker rooms. Like come, I'm calling come. a cap. I'm calling a cap on your end, bro. No, nah. you also got to remember for the listeners uh, listening. Mike is a Lakers fan, so he knows what it is for a franchise to sell their soul for a player. So that's why he's probably so confused right now asking us this question. Yeah, because well, because even <laughs> if, I, if I was a, if I was a Lakers fan and KD was 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 out there with Kyrie at the time, I would be like, yeah, get them, like let them do whatever they like. We've been doing whatever anyway. Like we might as well let them try to do it because nothing has been good for the Lakers, and it's not like we're getting like LeBron and like his. His old washed up people that surround him, like y'all getting KD and Kyrie, and could build around that. Like, but is see you you talking out? I don't know. You talking out two sides of your mouth because, all right. So Le- Le- we've seen LeBron be the GM. Like we've seen him make roster moves for different teams, and the shit works. Like we've never seen KD do that prior to Brooklyn. We've definitely work? Yeah, he won a ring in Miami, building a team. He went to Cleveland, got Kevin Love, they got J.R. Smith, got Iman Shumpert. They won a ring. They, he can't. He went to L.A., moved out all the young pieces. Oh my god! And they Don't won even a mention ring. this ring. Don't even mention this ring. But shit, like <laughs> they. I mean, this is it, it worked. LeBron. LeBron rings. went to Miami to play with Bosh and Dwayne. Dwayne Wade. Like, how aren't you supposed to win one? And but then that, he went but to. He put that team together to, though. Of course, he yeah, but why why shouldn't he win? But I'm saying though, bro, he he he. All I'm saying is that we we've seen him GM teams to winning. Like we've but seen we this happen. Him GM teams into failure. But I mean, we every team I, him, you you allowed more failures if you win three four chips though. Every uh, team he been to, he won a ring. Mike, I'm sorry. So it is what it is. I know you don't like him. I know you mad he's on the Lakers and Lakers ain't shit. <laughs> you know, but. Speaking of, speaking of the Lakers too, I don't even want to get into the Lakers too much. I went to a barbecue yesterday, right? I was around a bunch of Lakers fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my boy Troy. Yeah, Troy. bro, they were just trying to throw Westbrook on any team. They was like, "Yo, we'll take Quentin Grimes." Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, was like, they was like, "Yo, we'll take Quentin Grimes." Like, y'all don't want Russ? I just bust out laughing. Like, man, get out of here. Yeah, but don't call us. Back, back, back to KD and Kyrie. So. If you look at their history with these teams, bro, they we've never seen them GM teams and like and put teams together in a winning format. Like Kyrie just came off leaving Boston, and 
they they got better once he once he left. Like I don't even have you have y'all thought about this? Like the teams that both of them left went to the championship. Mm-hmm. Like, does that not make you think like, damn, man, KD was winning in Golden State, but it's like, damn, both of the teams I left went to the chip. I know they both was like, we ain't shit for that. But <laughs> um, what was, what was my initial point? Oh, my initial point was that I blame, I, I give the organization some blame too because even though it's KD and Kyrie, it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn was chasing for a while. It's like. Okay, you 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 consult them with some moves and stuff like that, and you of course of course you ask them and, and their opinion matters. But at the end of the day, Sean Marks should have the final decision. Like, but some of the stuff just didn't make sense. Like, why am I giving DeAndre Jordan all this money when I got Jared Allen on my roster just because he's your homeboy? Ah, you yeah. I already got <clears throat> you as a free agent, so it's like whether or not I could bring DeAndre Jordan on board, but. I don't gotta pay him like he's he's one of them guys still because he wasn't like he's a contributor. And he, and he wasn't he wasn't that he barely played for them like he was on a bench the entire time. That's one thing. Another thing is that they had a good young core. The reason yeah. that the reason that KD and Kyrie signed there was because they were showing potential. They had they, they had solid. Imagine Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. Imagine all hmm. those guys with Joe Harris. Yep. With KD and Kyrie, that team would be much better than what they are now. With Kenny Atkinson as coach, they, with that's why I was that's why I was they getting lost to. their mind firing that guy. That's why I, I was getting what to. And then, not only not only did they get rid of all those young players for James Harden because Kyrie and KD wanted them to go get James Harden, but they also got rid of the coach and just hired somebody that had no head coaching experience ever. Ever like we've been seeing Steve Nash get out coached. <laughs> since he been since he been in Brooklyn, like so, it's like none of these moves make sense, bro. And at some point, it's like, damn, like we can't keep letting them run the show if none of this shit is working. So that's why that's why I think they they get some of the blame. And then, um, of course, the stupid New York City mandate. Kyrie mm-hmm. Kyrie has a choice to get the vaccine or not. That's his his choice completely. But. I don't know. Like when it comes to team sports and, and a team game, it's like sometimes you got to bite the bullet. Look at Andrew Wiggins; mm-hmm. he was against it. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do it, but he did it. And look and look where they ended up at. Yeah. And and now if Kyrie, if Kyrie, not saying he should have, but if he would have got the vaccine, he'd have been playing with them all year. They would have some continuity. James Harden probably would have still been there. Mm-hmm. And now we now we talking about them. Definitely not getting swept by Boston. Like maybe having a better seating, probably probably not even seeing Boston in the first round. Because mm-hmm. remember, before KD got hurt, they was number one in the East. They were. So it's like I blame I blame I blame most of it on KD and Kyrie. But I think the the organization they, they get some blame too. So it seems like you definitely have them as a loser in this offseason. Do you guys have any other teams that you would consider a loser right now during the first few days of free agency? Um, Timberwolves. Big, big losers to me. Wow. Big losers okay. to me. That that Rudy Gobert trade, to me, we haven't seen it on the court yet. Mm-hmm. But 
the way things look now, bro, that that to me that has to be one of the worst trades in recent history. Like they gave up so much for Rudy Gobert, and it makes zero sense to me. I understand that Cat has his defic- um, deficiencies defensively, and you want you probably want him to get out and be more of a stretch forward because he can shoot threes really well. Mm-hmm. He's not a, he's not a rim protector. Um, yeah, I made a little bit of noise last year in the playoffs, but bro, considering what they gave up for him, it's, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I thought that was a horrible trade for Minnesota. Um, they gave up. They gave up three. Um, I wouldn't say role. I wouldn't say role players. Um, Vanderbilt was a good player. I didn't like him being involved like that. Well, they are role players. You ain't wrong. Yeah, I meant to say rotation players. They gave up. They gave up three rotation players, um, and probably the the heart of their team, Patrick Beverly. He came in. I I I, I give him a lot of credit for changing that culture. You know what I'm saying? Giving them a little bit of moxie. Um, Jared Vanderbilt was a huge piece for them last year. He was coming into his own. Yeah, he was time. good. Malik Beasley, you know, he he was having games where he was going off every once in a while. He was a good, solid player. He was expendable to me. He was expendable, yeah. But they gave up damn near six first rounders, bro. Like they gave up, they gave up four first rounds. They gave up 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029. That's just four first round picks. 2026 mm-hmm. pick swap. And then they just gave up. Walker Kessler, who was their twenty um their twenty twenty two first round pick from this year. So essentially they gave up six first round picks plus three rotation players for Rudy Gobert. Like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Rudy Gobert was probably one of the best defensive centers in the league. Probably the best defensive player in the league a couple of years ago. But he's not that same player no more. Like he's not as mobile as he used to be. And if you watch the last two playoff series between um, Utah and the Clippers and Utah and the Mavs, he damn near was a detriment being on the court. Like, they was better off with him on the bench. The Mavs... I think, went, that was, I think that was more so to the styles of those teams. But, I mean, when you when you consider the way the league is going right now, the league is moving in a way of small ball. Nobody's really having two seven-footers on the court. It, it, it can be an advantage some nights. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen when, when Golden State goes small and they spreading you out? Because Rudy Gobert is not standing in front of nobody. We just seen with Jalen Brunson. He had Jalen Brunson looking like A.R. on Rudy Gobert. <laughs> got, us fucking, got us fucking giving him damn near max contract. Trying to offer, <laughs> come on, we going after him like he fucking... D-Wade and his private shit because all because he was going crazy on Rudy Gobert. Like, like, so like you consider that and the way the way the Mavs exploited him and they took advantage of him being on the court, it's like, bro, why would you what 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 would make you go get him and then give up all of that? That's number mm-hmm. one. It didn't make sense to me. Number two, his contract is ridiculous. He's, I think he's getting paid. I, I started next year. He's going to be making like 40-something a year. That doesn't make sense to me. The final year of his deal, I think he'll be making close to $50 million. Yeah, I think he's making like 38 right now. Yeah. 
And then you also, that's number two. Number three, Cat. Cat is a wild card. So, of course, he just extended Cat. He made it first team, blah, 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 whatever. But Cat mm-hmm. did a lot of questionable shit in that Memphis series that had you like, yo, what is up with this dude? Like, yeah. just a lot of bonehead stuff. Like, he's all, they win one game. He acting like they won a chip. Then the very next game, he goes out and getting destroyed by Steven Adams and, like, mm-hmm. just turning it over and shooting terrible shots. And, like, they up 20. He want to shoot five threes in a row. Like, what the fuck? So, Cat Cat is another piece. And then you pair him with, you don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, I think we, we would all agree the best player on the team is Anthony Edwards, right? Right, correct. So if you if you win now more, right? And your best player is Anthony Edwards, who's only I think he's only twenty years old. History has shown us uh, wings like that. They they reach their potential maybe at around twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, like around that age. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course he got all the tools now, but. The game don't really come to them mentally until they get a little bit older. Okay. So I'm just confused with their timeline. You go get a 30 year old center who, who you paying max money to, and you expecting him to elevate you to win now when your best player is a 20 year old. Like, how do you expect that to work? Like, how do you expect a 20 year old to lead you to the promised land? You know, to me, it didn't. It didn't make sense. And I think, I think they got a little bit better, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and tell you today that I see them getting any anywhere further than they where they got last year. I, to me, I think they're going to be bouncing the first round again. Like, so you pretty much mortgage your future to really not make many improvements. They, they gonna they gonna have to deal um, D'Angelo Russell to get something back. You think so? I think they made the move to kind of build around. Continue to build around D'Angelo Russell, kind of operating the offense. Yeah, I was. I was, I was thinking about that too. I was thinking about that too because I was. I was expecting D'Lo to to be moved after going for Rudy. I don't. I don't really see who they would deal D'Lo for. I guess. Um, but they also picked up Kyle Anderson, which I thought was a good pickup. Um, and Jaden Jaden McDaniels, he was pretty good last year. I think he's going to be um, better this year as far as slashing, hitting that shot, playing defense. But I, I, did, I didn't like that they lost Vanderbilt because I, I think he was really tough as a defender and even just in the open floor. I think he was pretty good. So we're going to see um, the direction they, they head into. But I, I don't think that they're worse off than last year with the roster. I heard the market dried up for D'Angelo Russell. That's why yeah. they haven't moved him yet, yeah. Heard he really does make a lot him. of money too. Mm-hmm. And who were they going to replace him with? A point guard. To me, right. if 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 I were them, I would have I would have kept either Patrick Beverly or Jared Vanderbilt, and I would have replaced either one of them with D'Angelo Russell, and I would have tried to get Rudy Gobert and Jordan Clarkson back. Mm. Like Clarkson would have been that would have been he would have been a great pickup for them because they don't really have mm-hmm. nobody coming off the bench, instant offense, and they they need more shot creators. They don't really have too many shot creators. Yeah, especially moving Beasley. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, that trade to me terrible. 
But we have to see, right? We have to see what happens, even though I feel like I know what's going to happen. But Well, Keith, do you have a biggest loser? Biggest loser, probably the Charlotte Hornets. Only thing they did was Cody Martin, and now they lost Bridges due to the DV case. So, you know, typically in in situations like that, yeah, he's a fool, you know. uh, Typically in situations like that, you don't want to lose a player for nothing. But with the guy having that case over his head, I don't see them – they rescinded the qualifying offer, and Mm -hmm. now they have a major hole in their lineup. So I'm interested in seeing what they decide to do in order to fill that hole. You know, they brought back Cody Martin, who's already their guy, but outside of that, They've done nothing. So for he me, was coming off the bench, though, right? Yeah, he's a bench player. So they have nobody to fit, to, to put in that role at the starting three. And I could see Mar- I could see Martin filling that role. No, well, yeah, that's probably he, what they would do. He plays defense. He's athletic. Year. He can shoot. Don't they have the other um, McDaniel's brother too? Yeah, they have the other other McDaniel's brother, the one that went to Washington. Uh, they still got Kelly Oubre too. Jalen. Yeah, and then yeah. they also, they're also dealing with Montrez Harrell. He was trying to move away, and oh, yeah, he got a case as well. So. <laughs> he tried to move away, but honestly, he wasn't he wasn't as good for them than he was for the Wizards um, last year. I feel like I think towards the but end the, of the season they started to play him a little bit more, but he wasn't really he wasn't really doing nothing, in my opinion. They still got PJ. Still got PJ. They mm-hmm. still got um Kelly Oubre. Uh, they, they got. I mean, book book nice probably gonna get more more playing time. Probably, yeah, they got a new they got a new coach too. They got rejected by Kenny Atkinson. He did himself a solid getting getting as far away <laughs> from that Hornets organization as possible. So now they brought back Retread. Yo, I didn't know they got um Bryce McGowan's on the Hornets. I didn't I know, they know got, who that is honestly. That's um guard from Nebraska. He's tough. Okay. He's tough. He was going crazy freshman last year. He was going <laughs> Mike crazy. Mike not impressed. Year. I didn't even. I didn't even <laughs> know they drafted him. Nah, I heard. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for him in summer league. Yeah, he was. He was going crazy last year. So, shit. If 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 he, if he could step into the lineup and show anything, that's a good. I mean, they got a lot of good young players, but they just can't put it together. Like I don't really know what's up with Jordan. Because Jordan, Jordan can't. Evaluate talent or what? Well, well we know but, that when he drafted Kwame. But shit, you ain't never learned from your mistakes? Clearly. <laughs> Jordan. He's an idiot. He's probably the worst owner in, in NBA history. Yeah, he's up there. As far as like drafting and, and, and picking players and stuff. And talent acquisition. And also decisions with the front office as well. They gotta have a picture of Miles Bridges next to uh, when you type in how to fumble the how to fumble the bag. Yeah, they gotta have his shit right there, bro. He was doing everything he possibly can and to NFL fuck up his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's like, bro, he was doing everything. He posting lean and shit and weed. Like, bro, you, I don't even, I don't even want to say what I wanted to say just now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> He did, he did everything he could during the season to make the most money in the offseason. And then in, like, the span of two weeks, completely threw Gave it all right down back. the break. Dog, all you had to do was wait three days. Like, what was you <laughs> He's a moron, bro. What you doing arguing I, with anybody right before you about to sign a deal, man? You better go to Alaska. <laughs> I would have been a fucking Antarctica. Something. I can everybody. 
I would have checked myself in somewhere. Just like, don't let me do nothing stupid. Just pull me down. Druggy, go detox out in Alaska and come back, sign your deal, and then you can go have a blast. That's what I'm saying. Guaranteed. Whatever you, whatever you planned on doing, bro. Get the bag, bro. What are you? Oh man. That's in Charlotte. You know they throw money around like they fools. You think anybody gonna touch him though? I don't. You think anybody's gonna touch him? Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you wanna pull up for that mid? MLE. <laughs> you wanna pull up for that mid exception? What's up? Man, the way the way times are now, and 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 with everything that's going on now, like a lot of people empower empower with women as they mm-hmm. should. I don't, I don't see anybody wanting to touch him, bro. They might wait. The NBA, the NBA is kind of different than the NFL. Like the yeah. NBA, more, they have more morals, for lack of better words, than the NFL owners. Uh, they, they, nah, yeah, I think they all the they, same. They care about their appearances more than the NFL. Yeah, the, the morals, the morals is in quotation marks. I don't know if y'all heard it in my voice. <laughs> but you, but you, you know what it is. You know what finished him. The, photo. the picture, the photos. It's always a photo. Yeah, you can't. What you can't like. What what can you possibly do? Like, if it was a, if she accused him, and like he says she said. Yeah, if he says she's like we we don't know, but the actual photo evidence, it's like, bro, you can't touch him. I don't I don't see how anybody's going to touch him anytime soon. Yeah, like, you gotta he, wait he, for it to be settled in court first. Yeah, he probably going to sit this year out. And even, bro, I don't know. I don't want to say his career is over, because I feel like everybody everybody deserves second chances. Mm-hmm. But God damn, like that is going to be tough for a team to pick him up, bro. They I, I don't think it's him. over. I think somebody will pick him up, you know, unless a video drops, like Ray Rice. Video is more damning than the photo. So uh, if he doesn't have a video drop like Ray Rice did, I think he might still find himself into the league. It won't be at the price point, you know, he was expecting. But somebody will give him an opportunity at some point once everything dies down. I'm trying. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like, like it'll probably die down after maybe like a year or so. But it's like once that once that team signs him, that shit is gonna spark all over again. Mm-hmm. All the all the questions are gonna come right back. It's it's gonna be crazy. It will, it will have to be a team that's like completely desperate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think if there any other player in the league that had a, a case like this that kind of went public and still found their way back. No, not really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think because um... in the NBA, in the NFL, DV cases come left, right, and center, but in the NBA, you don't really hear all that. Yeah, yeah. especially with these photos, and, and then even in the past, like I said, the, in the past, the the the. I wouldn't say the Me Too movement, but the empowering woman, it wasn't as strong as as it is now. Like, yeah, you know, you got you got people. Everything now is is just oh man, especially, especially with the whole Washington going on, like yeah, and a woman that upset about that, it's 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 tough. Players got to be smarter, man. I'm they looking at smarter. Some, I'm looking at some have, stuff now. They got to have the right people around them. I'm looking at I'm looking at players that were accused of of domestic violence. You got Rondo recently. 
Oh yeah, Rondo did get accused recently, but yeah. no photos popped up for him. Yeah, okay, you got Rondo <laughs> being accused, mm-hmm. Jackson Hayes being accused. Yeah, I forgot about that. But that was last season, right? Yeah, or oh, maybe a two seasons ago, one of them. Mm. It was like in Arizona or something. He got into, or was it in New Orleans? I can't remember. But I, I remember he got into it with with the uh, cops. There was camera, yeah, a dash cam. It was like right before the that. season or something, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, that I like Jackson. He's always doing some dumb shit. Yo. You got Jason Kidd. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a coach. Jason Kidd. Yeah, but these are all accusations. Like, oh, no, no photos came with any of this stuff. I'm not saying that they, like they didn't do it or not like that, but it wasn't no official life. evidence. Yeah, so like Mike said, is he say she say? It's like this right here. <laughs> he fumbled the bag. He's a dumb. Oh man, I can't. Yeah. I can't believe him. Hey, you want to be a rapper, right? Got to do some jail time. <laughs> you got to do some jail time to get some credibility. That's crazy. Ass. Yeah. Go do some time, get your credibility up. Now you can really talk about it, you know what I'm saying? He was working on his balls too while he in there. The first, the first active basketball player that was trying to make it out the league. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, no, Kyrie, Kyrie, giving him a run for his money. He's trying to make it out the league as well. <laughs> He's just not as good as it at it, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. Um, one, I guess, one last thing we could touch on, unless any of you guys have any other topics. How do you guys feel about Bradley Bill re-signing with the Wizards to that Supermax contract? Does he want to win, or is he he's just in the game for the money at this point? I mean, he wants to win. He wants to win the game called life. <laughs> and by doing that, he's going to try to accumulate as much money as possible. <laughs> that was a money grab right there. I can't blame him, you know? Get so Valley Bill, is, Valley Bill is the winner of the free agency. Him and Zach Levine. Yeah. And Joker. Joker, yeah. too, yeah. Anybody that signed an extension with one free agency. Zion, he hasn't played in forever. He no, Zion is a winner. <laughs> <laughs> that was, he signed more money than Ja. And, and I Yo. think Ja has played more than twice as many games as him. My son got bred to, to rehab. He got bred to retire. What do you mean rehab? <laughs> that's, all he, that's all he's been doing is rehabbing. But he Chilling. got paid anyway. Chilling, yo. Shoot. Give me, give, me a, give me that type of contract. I'm retiring after it's done. What I'm going to work for. I was watching ESPN, and they were, they were saying, like, like, yeah, it's cool that Brad Bill signed that contract. It's good for him, you know, long-term generational wealth or whatever the case may be after basketball, but he's about to be irrelevant for the next five years. Like, Yeah, facts. No you don't think Bradley Bill cares? Bradley Bill got beef with people coming at his wife. I think he wants to be irrelevant. Just stack his money and disappear. It's hard It's hard for me to say that NBA players don't care. I think they all care about winning. It's hard to turn down 200 and something mil, though. Yeah. I think somebody... I mean, would... he would have got 200 and something mil wherever he went, right? Yeah, I think I think somebody... Yeah, was that selling... was just a max... Somebody was telling me that he could have, he could have opted out, signed somewhere else, made an All NBA team somewhere else, and then got the same bread. Is that is that accurate? In five years, yeah. What you mean? And I, I, well, no. I also feel like if he left, there would have probably been a four year max, right? It would have been a four year deal. Yeah. But would it would it would it have been a super max? Yeah. It just would have been for the four. It would have been like. It just would have been for the four years. It would have been a well, max no. contract. Only, no? only your team can give you the super max. 
So which it was a little years. bit, which is the, which is the extra which, year. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's more than just the extra year. It's also the I think it's the increase in raises as well. If you get the super max, you get eight percent raises as opposed to five percent. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's still not like a, a needle changer. Like if you if you just want to be a free agent and go out and do your own thing. But where would he? Where, where would he have gone? Like to really, I don't think. Like where could he have gone to really take somebody to the next level? Not different places, bro. He could have went to Miami, especially after Miami just lost PJ. Um, but where did he get half space to sign him? Yeah, they're gonna trade Lowry. Yeah, they they want to get rid of him. Why not? Oh, <laughs> uh, he could have went to. Um, he could have went to Brooklyn if he wanted to. Um, I feel like there's a couple of different teams he could have went. The Nuggets, maybe. The Nuggets, yeah. That would have been a good place for him to go. The Blazers. But I think I don't. I don't think idea. the I don't think the Nuggets have cap space either, though. Now they probably don't, but it's just more so just the consideration. Like he could have really looked into this, and I'm pretty sure some teams would have did whatever they felt was best for them to make one for him. Uh, like I said, I, I'm all about getting the money. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him for taking that break. It's hard to turn that down. But I don't know. I just was. What's he gonna do? D- demand a trade in a couple years? Like, what you gonna do, bro? At some point, does winning matter at all? Right. Or you you, you just there? Because Washington Washington has never done anything. Like they they tried at a point, but they've always been in the middle of the pack. Like. They've, they've never, been lost since they've been lost since LeBron been signing them. Yeah, how long? How long was that? Seventeen years ago. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't recovered from that. Middle of the pack since, so it's like, and I, there's no, nothing, nothing that I see now is showing me that they're trying to make steps in that direction to try to build around Bradley Bill the right way. Kuzma yeah, ain't cutting it. <laughs> not at all. Will Barton. No. So I don't know. I got a couple questions for y'all though. Mm-hmm. Um, what y'all think Utah is gonna do with Donovan Mitchell? You think you think he's staying there, or you think they 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 have a fire sale? He's he's getting traded. You can't I, think, I think initially, like for maybe the next year or so, they'll try to keep him because they did bring some pieces in from the Timberwolves deal, and now they have a boatload of picks, so they'll be able to, you know, recoup some of that talent, but. After a year or two, he might want to get out of there. It's not like, you know, Utah is a destination for elite players. So I think in a year or two, he may request a trade. And as a Knicks fan, you kind of hope that we're out there on the radar. But I think he might end up in Miami or something. There have been a lot of reports saying that Miami has been interested in making a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think if you look at the roster, Utah – they're not going to be championship contenders. So if Donovan Mitchell is true in what he's been telling people as that he wants to compete and he wants to compete in a larger market, then I think the writing's on the wall that he'll be out of there. Especially now they have a new coach. They're going through a a transition phase right now. So I don't think they'll jump the gun and try to make a move this offseason. But I think next offseason, when it's the 2023 NBA draft, it's a deeper pool of players. And, you know, teams may be more willing to – let go of their pick once they understand where they'll be drafted. I, I think that's when we might see his name pop up again in uh, trader circles. What you think, Mike? Uh, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do with Donovan yet. Cause I'm just looking at the contract. He only about to be in the second year 
of uh, his five-year contract. So I know Utah's really not trying to move him. Um, they're clearly like, in rebuilding mode. Like, how do you sell yeah. him on on like they're going to be in a lottery next year? Yeah, like he said, they they brought back um, pieces that they said they're going to try to build around him. Um, how soon does that happen? Because when you say build around, you got to at least account for two to three years usually. And by that point, he'll be like on his second or last year of his contract. So I don't know. But looking at their roster, it sucks. Like, they have nine guards. Their roster is terrible, bro. They got nine guards. Not real. It's real. Then they got the the um the guy the big that they traded for in Vanderbilt. It's like other than that, it's like who's on their roster? They got Jordan Clarkson who's just gonna shoot everything. Malik Beasley's just gonna shoot. Um Bojan, he had a good year last year, but he's inconsistent sometimes. Then you got loud mouth pat loud mouth pat. Like I don't I don't really see what what's gonna happen next year with them. So I feel like Donovan may get his stats. Um but it's gonna be empty stats because the team is so dud. Yeah. And Mike, you mentioned him only being when what the second year of his five year deal? Yeah. KD ain't even in the first year. Well, I guess now he's <laughs> technically in the first year of his deal. And he requested a trade. So hey man, it's a new era in basketball. These guys request deals, request trades when they got multiple years still left on their deal. So you never know. That's true. One more one more question. Mm-hmm. So beginning of the season, we gotta see KD at. Beginning of the season. <sighs> Hold on, repeat the question, my fault. I said beginning of the season, where do you see KD at? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, honestly, he, there's a realistic opportunity. Damn, I'm I'm on a fence, honestly. I think there's a realistic chance he could still be with Brooklyn. But I think he yeah, might end up somewhere either Golden State or Phoenix, especially in a sign-in trade for Aiden. Oh, I don't think they want Aiden, though. I think Aiden going to Atlanta. I think he ain't gonna go to yeah. I think he gonna go to Atlanta for Capella and John Collins. They gonna trade the both of them for Aiton? Why not? Take a pick. That's yeah. a lot for Aiton. Take, yeah, take, take, take one of those um those first round picks. Matter of fact, take Cam Capella. Johnson too. I'll send him Capella <laughs> oh. for Aiton because then Capella can fill that same Javale McGee McGee role. But Aiton is a lot better seen. than Capella though. He is. I, you, I would include more things, but not John Collins. I could probably flip John Collins for another player that can help push this team towards, you know, championship contention. Phoenix got picks too, unless you, unless you, you take. You know, Phoenix don't care about no picks right now. Right. You, you give them, you give them Aiden and maybe a pick or two, so they can replenish some of that draft capital they gave away for um, Dejounte Murray. And let me get John Collins and Capella. Now Phoenix is way better. What you say, Mike? What you, what you got him at? I'm just so confused that I'm just going to have to stick with my initial statements. And I believe that they're going to be there in the beginning of the season, at least until the off um, the the trade the trade deadline. I think I think he'll be there. Wow, consensus. I I I I, th- I, I think he's going to be in Brooklyn too. Mm. I don't think based off of what. Just based off um, the trade packages available right now, Miami can't really give nothing away for him. Um, I heard Brooklyn's not really in love with Phoenix's trade package. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want Aiden, Michael Bridges, and Cam Johnson with picks for KD. Like, nah. That's not it for me either. Um, 
they talking about Golden State having enough to trade uh, Jordan Poole. That'd be stupid. Kaminga, Andrew Wiggins, and, and, Wiseman. Jo- and, and Wiseman. But I just seen something today that said um, Wiggins can't be on the same team as Simmons, so they have to get a third yeah. team involved. And wow, you know, what they got Simmons. beat? No, nah. the 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 rookie um a rookie extension rule. Oh, CBA. Copy, copy. Can't have two of those on the roster, so I guess they can't be on the same team. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Uh, I feel like all in all, though, I feel like um, I feel like teams yeah. made good moves for for next year. All in all, so I'm just really excited to see summer league that's going on. I'm excited to see where the rest of these free agents are going to head. And any last takes, fellas? Um, nah, I just want to throw, throw a pick in, baseball pick. Okay. Before we end the uh, segment. Uh, July 5th, Tuesday, play the Mets. Mets money line, Max Scherzer, first game back against the Reds. Reds haven't won a home game. Actually, they won their first home game yesterday. It's like the first in like 12 games. I don't expect them to keep that up, especially not against Max. So, Mad Max. Yeah, Mets, Mets money line. I probably played a money line and run line, honestly. But, um, yeah, Mets, Mets, Mets. <laughs> if I gave y'all my pick earlier, the only game that I played as far as like team was Miami run line. They're currently up one zip right now against the Nationals. I know Keith doesn't really like this NL East race, but yeah. <laughs> Since we talk about picks, Mike, you, did you use any of the picks I gave you for for MMA the other day? Both of them. Well, <laughs> I was I was more so asking you a pick as far as the um the knockout match because I was gonna play a boost. So when you uh-huh. said that you thought the fight was gonna go the distance, uh-huh. I honestly didn't look at the um. The odds for that bet, so I don't. I, I didn't play it. Oh, okay, I was but shocked I will, when I went through. I was like, "Oh, let's go! I'm about to start <laughs> downloading the app and betting my goddamn self." <laughs> if you do that, let me refer you so we can um we can win together. Oh, you want your referral bonus? No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I guess that's it for episode 102. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and continue to listen for next week's episode of the Delusional Sports Fans Podcast, featuring your boy Mike Rob and CJ Silk City. And your boy Keith, Sports Vibes TV. All right, fellas. <laughs>